Welcome. I'm Katherine Damon, and I'm a licensed professional counselor. And I'm Julie Maxey, and I'm a licensed attorney. And, and together, together we are, we are the, counselors. the counselors. Damn it. Welcome. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, how you was, doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I was about to pull a, I'm better now, but then uh, <laughs> I didn't want to sound like a cliche white person. Yeah. Too late. Sorry. Every time, <laughs> damn it. Every time, <laughs> every time a white patient comes into our clinic and I'm like, Hey, how, how are you doing? Or how's it, how's it going? And they're like, it's going. That's when you, <laughs> that's when you know shit is bleak for white people. Oh, it's going like all right let's talk about that i feel like finally it's as bleak for white people as it is as it has been for everybody else all along i mean (laughs) i wouldn't go that far but yeah it's pretty bleak unless of course you're in the group of people who think you're winning (laughs) <laughs> and that we're winning every day which i almost sent you a screenshot of someone um on facebook that was like we're winning every day with president trump and i was like oh, okay oh we are doing something like how many facts do you have to overlook <laughs> to arrive at that conclusion i mean all of them most of them all of them every Every last one. Um, he had Are a facts re- still real? <laughs> no, nothing is real. We're in a post-postmodern society and nothing is real. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a rally like a night or two ago in Pennsylvania. Also, time is not real. And Well, that's a man-made construct, you know. I mean... <laughs> is it? No. Units of time? Well, yes, units of time, but, like, days are, like, nature's way of saying goodnight. Or are you saying, like, the fact (laughs) goodnight, moon. (laughs) No, the moon is saying goodnight to you. Oh, sorry. Thanks, moon. Did you know it's the last last full moon of the year tonight? Wow. Mm -hmm. 12-12. <gasps> wait yeah twelve twelve at like midnight should i go look at it yeah well not yet but okay well it's i won't not... be i might not be up at twelve twelve. depends how long it takes me to do this grading <laughs> oh no it's the end of the semester y'all do you do your students have to write papers i'm actually grading their papers right now wow yeah Are they terrible not mostly no they're mostly <laughs> Good. And I'm learning things. I just learned that there's a methadone and a methadone sugar-free, which for some reason is wow funny to me. Yeah. Like that there's like sugar, like a sugar-free option. Like I'll have methadone zero. That's what you say when like, you walk into the methadone are, clinic. Are meth addicts that worried about their weight? They're trying to watch their figure. Well, 
I mean, they're craving sugar, so I don't even yeah. know why they would bother with a sugar-free, because that's just more sugar that they're going to, like, be, like, craving. So yeah. you might as well just, like, pack it. <laughs> Again, I'm not a doctor. I do not know the science behind methadone. Mm-mm. Please, please do not um, use this as real science. <laughs> we already said facts aren't real. It's not, so I can just say anything. I can say Mm -hmm. the methadone is actually cheddar cheese. (laughs) And I was about to say the opioid crisis isn't real, but I'm sure many people believe that. Probably. What have you been up to? What's on your heart today? You know, I have been watching. uh, I haven't finished it yet, but I started watching a, a marriage story. Ooh, okay. Tell me everything so i'm like i don't know maybe like two-thirds of the way through oh gosh is it it so long that you have to like take an intermission well it's two hours it's a little over two hours but then like time came for us to record so i paused it well Um, hashtag honored you should be it it is very good um i personally feel like maybe i'm going through a divorce too Along with the characters. Oh, I thought you meant from Sweet Melissa. No. And I was like, married. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if the podcast is the place to announce that. <laughs> but it's your journey. Who am and I? And Melissa, say? if you're listening, <laughs> not trying to divorce you. The papers are uh, in the mail. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, <laughs> um, no, it's like you can feel it's it's very well acted. So, um, you can kind of feel just like the dread of, of it. And I don't know if I can handle that. I got nightmares from the first episode of when they see us. Really? (laughs) Yes. I had like empathy nightmares. Like I was like feeling with, we also watched it right before bed, which I don't know, maybe this is how people feel when they watch horror movies. Mm -hmm. I personally do not. Um, but apparently if I watch something like really emotional, I like feel it in my sleep. So I like was feeling all their feelings, like being like stuck in those like interrogation rooms, being like forced to confess like the whole night. And I woke up just exhausted. It was, it was, it was hard. I'm sorry. You went through that. You know what? (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. They went through that. Jeez. I was like, that was a, go ahead. No, you go ahead. That was just a powerful series. Oh my god! To watch. Yes. I mean, I cried a few times. Oh yeah. Uh, through it. Yeah. It was intense. And the little dude, you mm-hmm. know, is um, Pusey's nephew. Wait, in real life? Yeah. Because, because I, I thought they kind of looked alike, and I was like, I wonder if they're related. So I looked it up, and they are. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Who says nepotism's dead? <laughs> I don't think anybody says that. I do, I sure don't. Just um, take a look at the White House, right? Oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm so exhausted by current events. Honestly, I've had to. I, I've had one of those weeks where I've just kind of had to like take a couple steps back. I feel that. Just, yeah. Like, I've been definitely, like, less... Fortunately, I was in San Diego over the weekend (laughs) um, with my fam. 
Mm-hmm. And um, that helped me unplug because I was like more focused on them. And so fortunately, it's like kind of kept consistent that I'm like not as on the news and stuff. It's nice. It's good to take a little break. Yeah. My sister-in-law was also like, I don't pay attention to current events at all. And I was just like, how? Like, I don't Because she's know. privileged. Yeah, probs. Well... I don't understand it, though. She's, like, in the Navy. You'd think you'd, like, want to know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, also, she does have privilege. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just, like, if you don't have to pay attention, like, it's because you're privileged. I know. Yeah, sorry. That was, like, aggressive. I... <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. Yeah. Um, but I did want to tell you about my San Diego trip. Yes, please tell me. So, as you know, and as our some of our listeners may know. Also, hello, mm-hmm. listeners. We're so glad you're here with us. We are so glad y'all are here. Um, so, anyway, so as some of y'all know, my relationship with my brother has been, like, non-existent for almost two, three years. Like, I've talked to him, like, once in the past three years. Um. Which is very sad to me. And I don't. I don't really understand. Um, But his wife is super great. I mean he's great too. But his wife. (laughs) um, Over the past few years. Has. um, Like reached out. And tried to like rebuild the relationship. Um, And I do really appreciate that. Because that's that's what I want. It is very cool. Um, And she like allowed me the space to be like. This is what, like, made me mad. Um, And this is, like, you know, some things that I've had a problem with. And she's apologized. And so we're in a really good place. Um, So it was my brother's birthday. Big 4-0. Wow. Right? Does Um, that mean my brother turns 40 this year? That means your brother's about to turn 40. Wow. Because isn't he a late December? Yeah. Yeah. I I had no idea. Yeah. (laughs) As you can tell, we're really close also super close to your brother (laughs) um so anyway they were having a she was having a surprise party for him and um called up me and ashlyn and invited us out there and when she called i assumed like someone had died because we don't really talk that much and i told her that and i was like i'd like us to talk more so like when you call i don't assume it's a death yeah so we just we established that um but anyway, it was really great. I went out. My brother found out like Friday morning that I was getting there. And then I got there Friday afternoon. And, um, you know, we were we were friendly. And, um, you know, it was really nice to see him. I hadn't seen him in like so long. Mm-hmm. And it was so great to see my niece and nephew because I had not seen them in so long. And they are so big and so perfect. <laughs> um, Lily kept asking when I'm gonna have a baby (laughs) and who's gonna be the dad and I said I don't know yet I haven't picked him out yet (laughs) and then she kept calling Ashlyn my dad and I was like she is not my dad (laughs) it's like you know my dad his his name is your grandpa his name is no no Uh uh-huh and um she was like no that's your baby's dad (laughs) and I was like yes (laughs) Ashlyn is my baby's dad. 
<laughs> I love that so it much. It was <laughs> so perfect. Um, and Luca was Luca was so sweet. He kept saying he was glad that I'd married a woman because he gets more ants. I mean, oh, they couldn't. So cute. They couldn't have said more perfect things if it had been like fed to them and you know bribed out of them. But um, it was. <laughs> It was really, it was really, really, really great to be out there and see them. And I wasn't even mad that I was in San Diego and it was raining the entire time, which is what? rude. It's quite rude. How often does that happen? Like twice a year? Right. I was like, <laughs> great. The one time I show up, it's rainy. It was sunny at the airport. And then I said, it's going to be sunny when we go back to the airport. And sure enough, it was <laughs> sunny on the way back to the airport. Man, what a bummer. But I'm it glad was. the rest of it was was great i love that it was great yeah it was good to see my brother and my sister thank you i deserve this Mm -hmm. in megan rapino voice yes yeah athlete of the year yes queen absolute queen and then the team is the times um athlete of the year or like team of the year or something yeah did you see the picture I did. They look fierce. They're like, I love that they're not smiling or yeah. not like sitting ladylike or um, some of them no, I, are like holding hands, laced fingers and just like. I'm pretty sure Pino was on Ashlyn Harris's lap. Yeah. I was trying to make sense of the legs. I was trying to figure the out. conclusion I, was, I came to as well. <laughs> I was also trying to figure out the legs. So I'm glad it was equally confusing. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's lesbians for you. She's <laughs> all intertwined. Uh, <laughs> Just scissoring on the cover of time. <laughs> some people were mad that Alex Morgan wasn't in the picture. I saw that. But you know what? If she wanted to be there, she could have shown up. Yeah. Like, what's she doing? I think she's preggers, isn't she? Well, yeah, but she can, like, still go to a photo shoot. Oh, I'm not saying she shouldn't have been there. Yeah, she's but, pregnant. You know, her's pregnant. Her. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Woo! And we're back. Woo! We're back. <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. No. Um, never apologize. All right. Ever. My... I never do. <laughs> my topic this week is something very near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm so excited about this. Right? Like, this is this is the thing. Also, we're going to have to change the name because, like, it's kind of like Kleenex now. Like, we know what Kleenex is, even if it's not Kleenex brand. But, right. like... Nobody calls it tissues. Right. Facial tissue. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Hallmark movies aren't always, like, Hallmark now. We have Hallmark. We have Lifetime. We have OWN. We have Netflix. Yeah. Netflix all... really stepping up the game. Ooh! Yeah. Yes. Um, 
so I love watching a Hallmark Christmas movie. So, so what we're, we're just going to use that as a generic term, but what does that mean to you? Okay. So the Hallmark Christmas movie is a beautiful formula where <laughs> pretty much, I mean, it pretty much goes by this. It's like a woman who's like some generic occupation, like a doctor or a teacher. Sometimes she's just like a single mom. Um, <laughs> she meets a man. Sometimes her whole personality is single mom. Um, she meets a man and he's always like the town grump with like a golden heart or like a prince mm-hmm. or, you know, a time traveling knight. <laughs> yeah. And circle. <laughs> yes. Yes. Circle. <laughs> Was that on purpose? We'll get into it. I don't it. know. We'll yes. get into it. I really need to talk to Netflix about this, though. So <laughs> they meet, and usually, like, their first meeting, depending on the plot, they meet, and their first meeting is always rocky. Mm-hmm. They, they the, usually don't the know. Cute. Mm-hmm. But it's like a meet ugly. Yeah. And they're going to be cute later. Exactly. And then they don't like each other. And then, like, four minutes later, they, like, find out who the other one is. Like, oh, you're the new town doctor. Huh. <laughs> so true. And then it's always Christmas-themed. Obviously. Usually, there is a character with a Christmas name. Like, like for example? Like, someone will be named Chris, or, like, their last name will be Kringle... Something like that. I never even thought about that. I've noticed it a lot with the Candace Cameron Bure ones. She she typically has a Christmas Christmassy name. I'm going to have to pay attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to have to start paying attention. (laughs) Um, The beauty of a Hallmark Christmas movie is the predictability. Absolutely. Um. I was watching, we watched like a marathon. My friend Myra and I, also sometimes Ashlyn, and she hated every minute of it. (laughs) And I would just like say what they were going to say next. And usually it was right. And usually it was a movie that I had never seen in my life. Yes. (laughs) And I liked it because Myra was very impressed by this skill. (laughs) Just think of like the cheesiest thing you can yeah. think of that's going to be the next line pretty much yeah i think they like write these things in like a day and then they shoot them in like two weeks <laughs> that's about right it's always the same sets it is mm-hmm. the like they- charming christmas village like small town yeah oh there's always an inn there's always a town square oh yeah like who even fucking has a town score anymore <laughs> there's a lot of rotating like side characters that you'll see a lot mm-hmm. um like al from uh home improvement what he's been in a couple i don't i don't know if i've caught him and i don't know yeah what was and the ones actually on hallmark yes we were watching one oh i forgot to write down the name it was something about a christmas inn 
And he was in that one. And then also the aunt from Sabrina. Yes. She was also in that one. And then she was in a Lacey Chabert one. Lacey Chabert has been in several now. Are you team Candace Cameron Bure? Are you team Lacey Chabert? (laughs) Okay. So honestly, and I... I want to say that I'm team Lacey Chabert, but I'm not. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I was about to say this is a safe space, but you said the wrong answer. Well, I just feel like she's (laughs) sometimes is, and and I guess this is part of the appeal of it, but like, it's, it's not good acting. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I know. You're going to come at Lacey Chabert like that. Lacey, if you're listening. She definitely is. She's definitely one of our 45 listeners. I um, feel like it's always the same story with, isn't she like always a baker? No. (laughs) In Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe, she was like an investment banker. And then Christmas in Rome, she was a tour guide from America, but she then had a very Italian name for some reason. Her name was like Angela, like Putanesca. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, right? Yeah, that's also one of my favorite dishes. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all are, you know, wondering about my snacking habits. Um, okay, so in one weekend, this is what we watched: Christmas Inheritance. The Night Before Christmas, mm-hmm. in the Candace Cameron Bure group, we watched Let It Snow, Christmas Under Wraps, Christmas Town, Switched at Christmas. Yeah. Good one, right? Yeah. That's my favorite one. Anything with twins, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she should, like, have given a cut to the Olsen twins for inspiring that, but whatever. Right? Mm. Um, in the Lacey Chabert group, Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe and Christmas in Rome. And then, unfortunately, it was moved from Netflix to Hulu. And I do not have a Hulu login. Mm. So I did not get a chance to rewatch one of my absolute favorite. The Spirit of Christmas. And what's that one about? Okay, so that one is about... I believe As she... if we don't already know. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one's gonna this one's gonna get you. Okay. Okay. She's a lawyer. It's like a couple days before Christmas. I watched I watched like a um kind of like a Cliff Notes video on YouTube to like refresh myself. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, there are a lot of people out there cutting movies into Cliff Notes for YouTube with like gentle music in the back and that's pretty handy. I don't know if they're doing it for fun or what. But anyway, so she's a lawyer at Tribe Before Christmas. She doesn't give a shit about Christmas, you know? Which yeah, is also course. very much a theme. That the main character yes. does not care about Christmas. And you know what? At the end of the movie, she's going to care about Christmas. Every time? Every fucking time okay so (laughs) she's a lawyer it's right before christmas she does not give a shit um like a family dies or something and so they have this house and she has to like sell it real quick to like be done with it i don't know and so she shows up to this town and they're like uh careful about that house there's a ghost in it and she's like um okay and sure enough this like hot ghost shows up 
and is like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? And she's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing in this house? <laughs> and then, like, a townsperson comes to visit the house, and she's all, like, pissed off, and the townsperson is like, you saw the ghost, didn't you? And she's like, what the fuck is going on? Yes, there's a ghost. Why? Anyway, the ghost couldn't leave the house because, like, it didn't know who killed him. So he was, like, stuck in that house. And then she finds out who killed him. How? She, like, saw some, like, ghost fighting in the woods. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm telling you, this is absolute gold. I couldn't predict a minute of it. So who who murdered him? It was like his friend. Okay, I'm. Oh, I should have watched that video again. Um, it was his friend, I think. Wow, that's rude, right? And so she. Okay, so this is the best part. So she finds out who murders him. So he like has to leave the house, right? Mm-hmm. But he's like, "I'll come back every Christmas to see you," and she's <laughs> like, "I'll come back to this house every Christmas, and you can visit me." And she like. They literally show her, like, in Future Christmas, like, visiting him. Like, she's put her entire life on hold for this ghost to visit him on Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) And, oh, another great thing about these movies is they never kiss until the very end. Mm -mm. And they 100% do not have sex. And the spirit of Christmas, it's very questionable if they do have sex like really there's some like hinting where usually they're like never so she sleeps with a ghost possibly (laughs) i was i was gonna ask if she ever gets pregnant with a ghost baby so my gosh spirit of christmas too (laughs) too fast too furious (laughs) two ghosts two ghosts too furious too married too furious i don't know we'll workshop it um, two goes too curious. Oh. We'll work on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> another pretty consistent theme is that, and my sister-in-law, this is why I'm glad that this got bumped this week, because Jenny and I really needed to get deep. I got my notebook out. We were talking movies. She got her Hallmark that. blanket out. <laughs> Please go to our Twitter and see the blanket that my sister-in-law has that's like, this is my Hallmark Christmas movie watching blanket. absolutely insane um (laughs) so jenny pointed out that nobody can divorce or there's rarely rarely divorce but there's always just a slew of dead family members what yes okay um and we went through the whole thing and only like one of the movies that i'd watched in the last week any character had two alive parents Oh, I see what you mean. Like, there's, or the guy will be like a widower. Oh, yeah. There's like, they're like neck deep in widowers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's always like some charming slash annoying little kid. Yes. That they bond with. Yes. In um, Christmas Town, it was a foster kid. And Cam- Candace oh. Cameron Bure had been in the foster system. So, have you seen that one? It's newer. Uh, what's the name of it again? Christmas Town. It's with Candace Cameron Bure and Tim Rosin. 
I only know him because I watch um, Winona Earp, one of my favorite Canadian <laughs> television shows. Um, he is a man who should always have a beard and rarely talk because his voice isn't great and his face is much better with a beard. It's just mm. my two cents. So, okay, so she is, like, taking the train to the city where, like, she has a new job teaching. She's a teacher, of course. Oh. And the train breaks or something in Christmas Town, And so she has to, like, stop at this little town and wait for the train to be fixed. But the inn is full because there was just, like, a fire in the town next door. Um, <laughs> so she has to stay in, like, the attic of the, um, like, rummage shop. Like, the flea, flea market. What's that called? Yeah. Yeah. You know. And um, while she's there, the cafe, which is run by the aunt from Sabrina. Nice. She goes there and she starts like, she just starts bussing tables. And she's like, well, I'm going to be here a few days. I'll start working. And it's like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I mean, I'd rather like sit in my room and read a book, but okay. Oh, and she has a cat and the cat gets a lot of screen time. Honestly, I wish the whole thing was about the cat. Like, the, she she was bringing the cat... Well, I guess if she was moving. She was bringing the cat with her on the train. Correct. And so... Oh, she also has this, like, busted angel for the top of the tree that I get... Uh, so her mom had died, and then her dad had died, and that's how she ended up in foster care. But she always had this... She had this ornament, that, I mean, the tree topper, and, like, her dad... No... She had the wing from the tree topper <laughs> and she, he sent the busted angel back to the toy shop, which just happened to be in this town. There was a picture of him with the angel that just happened to be on the wall of the cafe. Okay, I did see a little bit of this one. Okay, and then she's there for like two days. Her douchey boyfriend shows up. She breaks up with him. She decides, like literally like two days, she decides to stay there adopt the foster kid (laughs) and then by the end of the movie she's decided to stay like she has stayed and she like the adoption goes through and i'm like no like foster care adoptions do not go that fast like you're crazy no one is also working on christmas come on (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's well she didn't even have a home there was no home visit to even be had she was living in the attic of the of the rummage shop i mean we don't love them because they're realistic you know (laughs) anyway that one was pretty wild um (laughs) i don't even remember the point i was trying to make with that one but it's fun to explain switched at christmas was a really good one where they're twins yeah i like that one yeah oh there's always a douchey boyfriend yeah there's well there's he's always a lawyer which i kind of resent He's typically a lawyer. He's typically like a very like milk toast douchey lawyer. And like at the beginning she's like, "Oh my god, are we going to get engaged?" and he's like, "Um, we're breaking up." Like <laughs> every time. Ugh, every time. The worst. Another theme of these movies which we get into the more troublesome space now. Is that they are extremely full of white people. Yes. I saw one with one black person the other day. No, no, no. 
There's one with a black couple. Really? Yeah, there was like a reindeer farm. I have not seen that one. Yeah, but like it's typically very white, very straight, very heteronormative. Yes. And I actually saw an article um, where there was an interview with like the head of Hallmark or something. And they were like, they asked him um, about the lack of representation. And he said that they were considering it, like considering making <laughs> things more diverse. And I'm like, what do you have to consider? These things literally take like two weeks to shoot. You could like, you could shoot one in the time it takes me to like finish the sentence and like <laughs> have it on Hallmark this weekend. <laughs> like, what is there to consider? Right. No, it's not that you're considering it. It's that anything that's not like white, straight and super heteronormative, like freaks you out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I also think like their target audience is a person that doesn't want to see anything but that. It's true. And that leads us into um, something really great that was sent to me. Um, Our friend Brittany is friends on Facebook with one of our elementary school teachers. I will not call her out because this (laughs) is not a flattering story. This is not like when we talk about Miss Keith. Um, also, we found out where she lives. Miss Keith. It's not in the mountains. Yeah, no. <laughs> Unfortunately. Not Purple Mountains Majesty. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, okay, so apparently this former teacher of ours wrote, um, and I quote, the last bastion of decency is caving, end quote. And she, it was post. It was a petition posted to tell Hallmark that they didn't want any movies or advertising during the movies with any LGBTQ content. Oh my god! First of all, if Hallmark is your last bastion of decency, I don't know what to tell you. Like, if like that's all you have, then you should probably like check your priorities. <laughs> like, For I have sure. I have a church and a family. But um, Hallmark is really, like, my, you know, guiding life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. That is... I I don't know why I continue to be amazed at this sort of thing, (laughs) but I am. How do you really see it that way? How are you, like, that mad that you are signing a petition to send a Hallmark? Just don't fucking watch yeah when it when the when the show scissoring and christmas comes on change the channel (laughs) for those at Um, home that's two scissoring references in one episode so far keeping tally (laughs) always for scissoring um (laughs) uh yeah like it is um the most heteronormative of I mean anything I can think of that is on anymore because for the most part there's at least a little bit in in other networks and shows and movies it's starting to get better even CBS has like you know 1% of characters are LGBTQ yeah and I'm, I'm specifically referring to the girl from Grey's Anatomy Sometimes being on um, Madam 
secretary. Oh, <laughs> you're talking about Sada Ramirez? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. Callie Torres? Yes. Yes. Ugh. <sighs> uh. So, um, so the I will say my favorite Hallmark uh, Christmas movie does have a supporting character that's black. <gasps> Which one? Mm-hmm. Um, Holly, or Christmas at Holly Lodge is my favorite. And it's got Allison Sweeney as the main character. You know who that is? She's on yeah. the you know what? Our Lives or something. I think I saw that. Wait, maybe that was the one I saw in the background that had just like the one black person. Maybe so. We watched but, a lot of Hallmark in the background this past weekend, so I didn't like catch all the pieces. It it very well could have been because okay, it's only been out for like a couple years, but I've seen it several times. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's just mm-hmm. be honest here. But the, yeah, so Allison Sweeney, uh, her parents died, of shocking. Course. Yep, and uh, left her the um, Holly Lodge, which mm-hmm. is up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. They make a big of thing of Christmas every year. And of course, it's like it's like a family because it's like the same guests come all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so the character, uh, I think her name is Nadine. So she's a okay. black lady, and she's now widowed because her husband died. <laughs> Everyone dies. <laughs> and so that character is played by Cheryl Lee Ralph. Okay. And maybe you don't know that name, but this is like the original. Um, let's see, she won uh, Tony, I think, for Dream Girls. Ooh. So, like, whatever Beyonce's character was in Dream mm-hmm. Girls, she played that on Broadway. Okay. And she was Rita's mom in Sister Act 2. Oh. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, but I do like Google that one a lot. Also, you know what else she's in? Um, what? What's the Tig Notaro series that was on Amazon Prime? One Mississippi. That the her stepdad's black girlfriend with the braces. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I see her face. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's great. Mm-hmm. She has a birthday coming up. Does she? She does. December thirtieth. Wow. Happy birthday, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Happy birthday if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about Night Before Christmas, and then I think we should wrap up. Can I say one other thing before oh, we yes. talk about that? I'm so sorry. So I love the ones that... Did, did you ever see Mr. Holland's Opus? Yeah, I saw Mr. Holland's Opus. So there's like three or four of these Hallmark movies that have the girl that was the redhead that played the clarinet. Yes. <laughs> She's in like a lot of them and Come I on. can't take her yeah. out of that role for me. It... <laughs> anyway, that's all I got to say. Okay. So there's one black person and one redhead. So yes. diversity. <laughs> what is that girl's name? Is it Alicia Witt? She's a redhead. Oh, yes. Is that it? Yes, and nice. she, what was she in? She's always, like, for a while, she was just playing, like, the slutty girlfriend. Or, yeah. She was on Orange is the New Black. Yeah, she was on the last season. Who was she? Zelda. What's that? What's that? Who was that? It's the, when Piper got out. 
it's the girl that she started hanging out with and then ended up cheating on Alex with. And sorry, spoiler alert, if not everybody's <laughs> seen that. <laughs> I mean, it's, oh no, it came out this year. Yes, they were. Yes, I remember. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Mistletoe, she's in Mistletoe Inn. Christmas list. What else were you? I'm not ready for Christmas. Oh, she's been in a bunch of them. Christmas at Cartwright's. I think that's the one I've seen the most. It she, um, like flies to meet her boyfriend's family, and her phone dies, and so she ends up going to the wrong people's home, but they have the same last name, <laughs> and it's good. <laughs> okay. Definitely going to have to check that one out. I'm getting back to cable this weekend, so I'll be uh, watching some Christmas movies. Very good. Um, Night Before Christmas. I don't even know what to say about that. Like, (laughs) that one was such a train wreck. Yeah, it was was bad. (laughs) First of all, anything with time travel, I'm just like, oh, this is so dumb. Because, like, you would immediately die. You think so? Yeah, because of all the diseases. Mm, valid. Yeah. I think, um, I feel like BuzzFeed did a list of, like, the 50 things wrong with Night, Be- Night Before Christmas. <laughs> like, I, I tapped out as soon as I found out his name was Sir Cole. His name was Sir, yeah, and I want to know, I need to talk to an executive at Netflix because I need to know if that was on purpose to be cute or if that was an accident and y'all like didn't notice it because like your brains don't work. <laughs> you know, and, and Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. Is, there's some, there's some diversity. Or, yes. or is she white? Is she white? I think she's Latina. Okay. I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. She's Filipino. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Diversity. Um, because <laughs> she talked about it when she was a judge on So You Think You Can Dance. Dance, 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 dance. <laughs> it's my, me and my mom's favorite show. That's um, such a great show, though. It is really. The people are so talented. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Like, insane. I, I didn't like her in this, in uh, Night Before Christmas. But okay. the one that she was in last year, okay. where she played, like, her like uh one where she was like a princess and then one where she was like a baker or something oh and then they yeah switched places. i totally forgot about that one that one was good switch What's that Christmas or something like that the princess switch yes yes i like that one yes does netflix only do christmas movies with vanessa hudgens Uh, No, there's another one with uh, a couple. (laughs) Are you laughing at me? No, I'm laughing at Netflix. There's one. It's like uh, the Royal Prince or something. And it's a prince. Oh, a Christmas prince. Yes. And there's multiple of those. And I've watched none of them. I guess I need to. I've seen the first two. (laughs) Well, there's one where she's pregnant. Yeah, that's the new one. So, you know what that means. At some they point, they made love. <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> oh, 
the worst phrase. <laughs> it truly is. Um, my For the lovers. Ugh. There were so <laughs> many issues with the night before the night before Christmas. I could literally do a full set on it. But my <laughs> my biggest, maybe my biggest qualm, and maybe this is the one that's just sticking out the most, is when he's like, "Can I borrow your car?" And she's like, "Okay." Yes. Gives him her keys. He is in the car, clearly not knowing what he's doing. She's on the on the balcony on the patio, just like okay, ooh, and just letting him go, <laughs> and not like at any point like time out. Please don't drive my car because you are surely going to wreck it. Yeah, why does she drive the car for him? Yeah. And then, like, why is she just letting a man stay in her house? Like a man. Yeah. Under any circumstance, we could consider is either a serial killer or has some serious mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Who like doesn't know who he is, doesn't know where he is, no ID, and she's like, he'll stay at my house. What? <laughs> no, that's how you get murdered. Yeah, it's because he's marginally attractive. I guess you know what? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how they get you. <laughs> Every time. Sir Cole. Sir Serial Cole. killer. The circle killer. <laughs> That's good. All right. Well, I could talk about this for days. Do you have any, any last words to share? You know what? I want, I want a whole pop-up channel of just there's no white people there's no straight people <laughs> there's no like i want i want some diverse christmas movies mm-hmm. i want some making out you know what that's what i want too i want some like christmas love scenes i want them like making out in front of a fireplace with a slow camera move over to a christmas tree okay yes i can see it now yes Come on, shake it up just a little bit, but not too much that it's too much change for me because I do not like change. Maybe we should write a screenplay. <gasps> yes, I love it. All I right. Love it. All right. Well, with that, we're going to go write our screenplay. Let's do it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome <laughs> back. We're going to need like a catchphrase to welcome people back. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, it's just going to be like me singing every time. I don't see why that's a problem. Okay, perfect. Here, here we go. <laughs> me, 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 me. No, I won't. Oh, all right. Next time we'll get her. Next time. So... We are in the time of year where they're starting to release awards nominations. Award season! Yes. Uh, Have you been paying attention at all? I've been paying some attention. Also, I'm in a very tight Twitter bubble, so I've, you know, received all the messages um, about, you know, how bad awards awards are done. Yeah. That's how... uh, Yes. Little diversity there is. Correct. 
Um, what was that? Was it a Natalie had... Portman at a, yes. at a? We'll post that gif in the on the Twitter where she's like, "Here's all the men. Here are all the male nominees." Mm-hmm. Yep, I think that's what she's. Yep. <laughs> what a gift. that was good. What a gift. I would like to know her. You know what? She seems great. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, she went to Harvard. Oh, that's where I know her from. Yeah. Um, I want to hang out with <laughs> her, Rachel McAdams, and um, mm. and Anne Hathaway. Mm, you can leave me out of that last one. but Oh, no Anne Hathaway? <sighs> I don't know. She's wow. sort of cringy to me sometimes. Wow. Is it because... Is it because of Les Mis? Yes, actually. I was just thinking, like... I feel like that wasn't her fault. That whole movie was like being on a weird roller coaster into actors' mouths. Yeah, but also, when she won her Oscar oh God, for that... do? The first thing she said when she got up to the mic was, It came true. Honey, like... I know Sally saying, Field. I dreamed a dream. I know Sally Field, and you are no Sally Field. Yeah. It came true. Ugh, no. That's, okay. Like, because she's saying, I, I dreamed a dream. It's like, it's too much. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, but I did like her in, um, what was the Ocean Princess movie with Diaries. all the ladies? <laughs> <laughs> of Genovia. I love when movies make up country names, because they always sound nuts. Mm-hmm. Um... Ocean's Eight, which yeah. is such a good movie. It is good. I'm definitely gonna have to rewatch that one like 15 times over the break. Kate Blanchett. Oh my god. Get out of here out with of those here. suits. Get out of here. <laughs> Leave. Leave. Sandra Bullock. Ugh. How long have we loved Sandra Bullock? Um, I'm trying to think of the first movie I really watched her in. Mine was the net, uh, where she was like a hacker. One. Did you see yeah. a little movie called Speed? I didn't see Speed. I was trying to think if Speed or While You Were Sleeping came out first because Ooh, I like both of those. Sleeping. Mm-hmm. Let's look at her discography. Her discography. <laughs> That's not right. Her film. Filmography. Oh, remember she was um, an astronaut. Oh, Gravity? Yeah. Gravity. I was about to sing that. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, Hold on. I'm looking up dates. She's got a long discography. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was in Working Girl, the series. Oh, Love Potion number nine. Wow. I yes, forgot about that 92. One. Wow. Oh, man, the 90s. What a time for movies. There's a... Speed while you were sleeping. A category that's shown up on my Netflix lately that's just 90s movies. Yes. And uh, I've been watching a whole bunch of them. Just, like, ones that I had never sat down and watched. Yeah, like what? Um, Like uh, Rainmaker. I don't... Um, What's that one? It is... It's based on a John Grisham novel. Oh, that's and yeah. Matt Damon plays this like young lawyer, and uh, it was pretty good. And then we watched 
Um, finally watched The Shining, which is not a 90s movie, but include yeah. that in the category of all these classics that we've recently watched. Did that you watch The Irishman? Nice. No, I haven't because it's a really long commitment and um, yes. I don't have that kind of time. And I know my wife probably can't sit through that. So we're going to have to do that breakup. Like somebody divided it into four minis <laughs> and we're probably going to have to do that. So, like, Melissa watched it. I was kind of, like, in and out because I don't really, I didn't really care. Okay. But it was kind of interesting to, like, learn about the whole Jimmy Hoffa story. Is that what it's about? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what it's about. Everybody's just yelling. Everybody's yelling about the Irishman and everybody's yelling about the divorce one. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm grading this week, Okay. <laughs> Leave me be. Everyone, hold on until I have a time to submit these grades, and then I'll get back to you. Yeah, I really like Adam Driver in A Marriage Story, though. He's good. Former Marine? I yeah. I think so. And I'm yeah. actually not his biggest fan, but I think that he is very good in this. Okay. Okay. I hear you. And I like this time of year because okay. we are getting all the... Um, the films that are being nominated. Mm-hmm. So kind of the more artistic feel and the ones that aren't the blockbuster summer films are just right. kind the, of more the tent, niche. The tentpole movies. Is that what they're called? Uh, which ones? That's like the superhero ones that like try to cover every demographic. Oh. Yeah, because it's like I never four, heard that term. four tentpoles for whatever the demos are. But yeah, I hear you. The more um, artsy, awardy ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not a person that likes to go to the movies a lot. I feel like you probably go to the movies a lot more than I do. We do go to the movies a lot. Ashlyn is a big like movie theater gal. And we're also yeah. members of the um, AMC Stubbs A Plus Club. As you should be. Not to brag. <laughs> but like... Uh. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> this is not um, an ad for AMC Stubbs Plus, but also it is a really good deal. It's like... I don't even know what it is. It's at any AMC theater. It's $23 a month and you get to watch three movies a week. That sounds like more um, than I'd be into, but... Right. No, that's fair. But honestly, if you go to the movies twice in a month, you've paid for it. And you get, like, rewards true. and stuff. Nice. So, anyway, please continue. Uh, I'm the type of person that really only goes to the movies if there's a particular film that I want to go see. Okay. Um, however, Melissa is like, let's go to the movies. Let's find out what's playing. And okay. I don't understand that. <laughs> she, should join, I- she should join the AMC club. Well, I would say, I don't think we have one of those here. Oh, that's sad. I know. We have Cinemark. And, uh... Yoga, is the 99-cent movie still there? Just kidding. That's a church. <laughs> yeah. The Colonnade. <laughs> the Feelin' Six. Mm-hmm. I saw the... I remember seeing the Coneheads movie <laughs> at the Feelin' at the Feelin Six. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> why, why do I remember that? I mean, something really stuck with you about the Coneheads. I guess so. <laughs> so, um, during most of the year, 
mm-hmm. there are we don't find the kind of movies that we find in the theaters right now. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of, especially over the summer, right? The summer blockbusters, mm-hmm. um, and it's really about you know these films that bring in billions of dollars mm-hmm. to these movie studios. And the same thing is is kind of true on television too, because what I've noticed mm-hmm. is, and I'm not alone here. Um, <laughs> I'm not the first person that's noticed this. You are not alone. (laughs) Um, Everything is like a remake Mm -hmm. or part of a franchise. Yeah. Or on TV, they always want to call it a reboot. Oh, yeah. I just feel like there are no new ideas in movies or TV anymore. My niece has an advent calendar of, like, Disney books. And, like, we were going through the different, like, books and I was like, oh, have you seen the real life Aladdin? Have you seen the real life Lion King? And I realized there were so many, like almost all of them had been remade mm-hmm. into real lives. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're going back and remaking, like, because Mulan comes out this next year. I mean, that one does look good, though. Yeah, I'll probably go see that one. We saw Aladdin, too, and that one was all right. It was a little, like, slow. I was less disappointed with Aladdin than I anticipated. It wasn't bad. I didn't go see The Lion King, though. I didn't see The Lion King. But I did listen to Beyonce singing The Lion King. Well. Which, I mean, is really all I need. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was looking at the top grossing films of all time. Yeah. What and are they? So number one is Avengers Endgame, I think. Okay, that makes sense. And then the next two are Avatar and Titanic. That also makes sense. After that, so out of the top ten, okay, the only ones that are not remakes or part of a franchise mm-hmm. are Avatar and Titanic. Wow. I bet like half of them are Avengers movies. Yeah, a lot of them were Avengers and uh, the remake of The Lion King was on there. Oh, wow. And then I looked at, like, okay, what's the top 20? hmm And... I love when you do research. Yes. Three out of the top 20 are... Wow. ...original concept. Every, what's the third? The third is Frozen. <sighs> but now mm-hmm. Frozen's in a, in a group. Yeah, but... So the ones that were the originals, the original. I, didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't count. So, like, because Jurassic is... Jurassic Park is still on the list of top grossing films, but I didn't count the sequels to Jurassic Park. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, Frozen 2 was really good, though. You were telling me about that. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I think I, haven't I may seen have the cried. First one. <laughs> oh, that's precious. It's, it's okay. It's really easy for me to cry. I cry the drop of a hat. <laughs> oh. That's, uh, <laughs> that's so sweet. I know. Sometimes it's sweet. Sometimes it's, you know, as I stare off into the distance. <laughs> um, that is, I mean, that's not surprising. I mean, first of all, there are approximately like 87 Avengers movies. Yeah. Um, and so I always wonder, are those movie prices, like the money that they make, is that, like, how many people went and saw it or how much, like, it made? Like, 
overall? Is there inflation involved? Like, how do we compare so, a movie from the 90s to a movie like today? So these um, lists, I think each year are generally, um, like, they take inflation into account. Okay. If they don't, it'll be, like, noted. Oh, okay. Because, you know, Titanic wouldn't nearly be at number three, you know, now. But right. based right. um if you take inflation into account, still is. I remember the but first time I saw Titanic. Uh, I bet you do. I think Will Scully was there. Set cook? Probably. Wherever there was a Will Scully, there was a set cook. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah, a lot the of best. these... Yeah. Hope it's going well for you guys. Shout out. Out of the uh, top 50, mm-hmm. there's like several, uh, obviously, like the Marvel universe is probably half of them. And right. then um, some Transformers, lots of Star mm-hmm. Wars. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, some of the Toy Stories. Yeah. Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. Oh, I forgot about those. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a single one. <laughs> um, I feel like my mom really liked them. That's cute. And I've <laughs> I've seen them. She really liked Hook. I don't know if she has like a boat thing. Mm. Who knows? I like Hook. She's into pirates. Um, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> my dad's not a pirate, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> mean Dean. Mean Dean. I mean, he's already got a pirate name. Let's be let's be real upfront about that. <laughs> born with a pirate's name and a parrot on his shoulder. Um, may I give permission to give my two cents about remakes? Absolutely. So I don't have a problem with like the remakes, and like remakes and franchises are two different things, right? Like, franchises are, like, the same group. Of course, like, with Avengers, like, superheroes come and go. Like, they rotate in. You got an origin story over here. Um, Everyone's murdered over here. Then shows up again. Yeah. And so, spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) And then a remake can either be, like, the exact same thing. Or can be, like, the same. Like, a um, Mary Poppins. Yes. I actually enjoyed, my wife did not as much, I don't think, enjoyed the remake of the Mary Poppins. I which, would sit down and watch that. I haven't, but I would. I don't, it wasn't, no, it wasn't a remake, actually. It was like, it was more of a um, sequel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you do have the remakes where it's like Lion King, where it's the exact same thing, but like a different type of animation, which was another reason I like wasn't interested in it because it's like it's the same story it just looks different yeah and so like my idea with these is like as long as the story's good like i'll give it a watch like if if like the you know sequels still keep me engaged and have good stories and they aren't like lazy but like i don't understand like i said the like exact remakes or just like a sloppy remake. Yeah, the the shot for shot remakes I really can't get behind. Yeah. And there's a point where like stories run out and we should just like let that happen. Yeah, like just let it be. 
what yeah. it was. Yeah. Like, Avengers at this point, they're about to make a Black Widow, which I don't understand. Like, just be done with Black Widow. <laughs> I don't know anything about Black Widow, but... Well, do you want me to tell you? Sure. Okay, so she dies in the Avengers, which was dumb anyway. (laughs) Like, it was the whole thing about her death was stupid. And now they're, like, giving her an origin story. And I'm like, in the cinematic world, she is dead. So, like, oh, I get it. You finally decided you want to give Scarlett Johansson her own movie. But it's too late for that. Be done. You done killed her off. You know what you should do is go back to that one lady who was dating Captain America and give me four more seasons of that show. Which was a really good show. What is I, it? I miss it. There's some Agent Agent Carter. Oh, I've heard that name. Did you see the Captain Americas? Uh no, I didn't. I've only seen the original Avengers, and I think that's the only, like, superhero movie I've seen. I I do wow. like... Um, it was called Agent Carter. I like Batman, okay? Okay, okay. But also, <laughs> like, he's not really a superhero. He's just, like, really rich. Correct. His, his superpower is lots and lots of money. Mm-hmm. Um. If you can watch Agent Carter, I recommend it because it was a good show. Like, you know, Marvel has, like, that's another thing. Marvel has too many shows. It's they're it's they're the most profitable studio ever. They're just, like, churning it out. Um, but Agent Carter actually was good. Um, oh, what else was I going to say? Wonder Woman was really good. Okay, I did see that one. Okay, good. I just watched that over the weekend. I made my nephew watch it with me. Yeah, that I did like that one. Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That one was good. Um, Gal Gadot's pretty, I guess. Um, She's and all right. I really like Captain Marvel, too. I mean, again, I'm very predictable. <laughs> but the thing is, again, going back to diversity and representation that matters is um, it was... Ashlyn and our friend Ashley and I and we went and saw Wonder Woman and when we left the theater Ashley was like is this how guys feel all the time when they leave movies Mm. and I was like I think so because like we both looked like we were about to like go out in the parking lot and like practice our karate like (laughs) we were so pumped up so you felt like the hero yes finally for the first time yeah Mm-hmm. I love that though. It was incredible, and it I wasn't think... some like cheesy female superhero bullcrap. It was yeah. like power. Hashtag, times up. Hashtag times up. <laughs> Hashtag times up. Only movies with women. Only movies with gays. <laughs> Give me 45 more Black Panthers, to be honest, though. That's a good one, too. That was a good one. I saw that one, too. Now, now that we're talking uh, about it, I realize I have uh, seen, like, a the few. The truth comes out. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I didn't mean to lie. I just forgot I saw those. I was talking to somebody else about this idea uh, yesterday that there's kind of, like, no new ideas. 
and everything is just like kind of regurgitated and they propose kind of an idea that I hadn't thought of and you actually kind of touched on this a little earlier that maybe that familiarity and it's the same thing with the Hallmark Christmas movies right Mm -hmm. like that brings some comfort yeah Um, I mean that's Star Wars yeah like why are people going to see Star Wars because it reminds them of being kids it reminds them of like the last time they were happy like the Christmas before their parents divorced (laughs) like that's it it's comfort Mm -hmm. and I think I mean, I guess I've never been part of any, I don't know, but I do feel like millennials especially are very upset. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So what do you think that's about? I don't know. I I do think like it is related to that idea that it was a simpler time. It was pre-technology takeover. Yeah. It was before Um, we graduated college and the stock market crashed and. Yeah. Yeah. Before the never ending war. Before the never ending war, the internet was still slow. Yeah. We were still using like AOL Instant Messenger, leaving yes. away messages. See, and look at us getting all that. <laughs> we're so you predictable. Know. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I don't know that that's all that it is, but I do think that that's a big part of it. That idea that life was simpler back then. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. But TV too, I've noticed that there's all these, either they're just straight up bringing back old shows. Like I think MacGyver is a show again. (laughs) I don't, I don't like that. I tried to watch the new Will and Grace. I tried to watch the new Will and Grace and you know what? I was like, this is not for this time. Like too much has happened Mm -hmm. for Will and Grace. Like maybe they got better over a few episodes, but I was like, too much has happened for like the canned laughter the silly jokes about Donald Trump's in office. Like, it's not cute anymore. No. No, this is a dire sitch. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was thinking about the ones that are, like, old school that they brought back. So, like, MacGyver 90210 is a reboot right now. Wait, did they make another 90210? Yeah, I think so. It's like oh. On, it's probably on, like, the, the original, CW or You know whatever. what? I saw a commercial for that and I was really sad because one of the cast members died and you can't oh, remake yeah. a show if one of the guys is dead. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that was sad. That's not okay. Um, what else remember they when do? they tried to make Roseanne a thing again? <laughs> it was like <laughs> one episode and then we found out how racist no, she was. I think it's still on. They just like kicked her off. Yeah, no, now it's, like, just uh, the Connor, like, the O'Connors or whatever they're changed. The I never name. watched the show, but. I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. It was, it was not allowed in the home. Um, I recently saw that they're trying to bring back Lizzie McGuire. Oh, I think I did see that. And mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I like that it seems like they're going to have, like, all the original cast. Because it's never the same if the person that like made it real big isn't in it and then like everybody else's because right. they need a paycheck. Like when they tried to bring back um the hills. Yeah, without without Lauren Connor. And it was all like the C list. And it was yeah. like no one cares about any of y'all. Mm-mm. I have not thought about Justin Bobby. Oh my god, since, JB like, 2007. <laughs> and what was that one couple? Um Heidi and Spencer. Yes. Oh, oh god, they crazy. were the worst. 
they're trying to um, bring back. What? That nobody asked for. Nobody asked for it. Elf. Oh, wait, you faded out. What'd you say? Elf. Elf? What? Like, yes. Oh, they're just, yes. they're just going to desecrate his ener- his memory. Yeah, it's like, what? just leave it be, man. No, let, I love let Alf old TV shows rest in peace. Yeah. I assume he's dead. I assume uh, the, the alien, aliens die. The alien elf is dead. Oh, wait, he was a puppet. Well, I know he was a he's puppet. Inanimate. <laughs> I, I know he's not an actual alien. <laughs> I had an Alf um, sleeping bag when I was a kid, and I would give literally anything to have that again. That is so cool. Yeah, I remember <laughs> we went and visited Valerie in Oklahoma on like my fourth birthday, and I had like an Alf. I think it was an Alf party, and the sleeping bag was like part of it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Actually, it probably wasn't four. Wait, I don't know. I think four is the picture on my sweatshirt, so it must have been three. I don't know. Mm. It's a mystery. Anyway, let Alf rest. Yeah. Think of some new things. The Good Place. That's a great show because it's original and it makes you think. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Darcy Carden is incredible. Is she the one that plays Janet? Yes. Yeah. There's I like an that show a lot. There's an interview. Have you? Do you remember the episode where she played all the characters because they were yes. like all inside of her? Yes. There's a podcast where she talks about that, and she would have like meltdowns every day after work after a point because she was working so hard and just like constantly like shifting like just everything about her. Wow. She like what you know she was playing like six different characters. Yeah. And like she said, like, I remember like getting in my car and just like crying. Like I was so tired. And I was like, oh, Darcy, I love you. <laughs> Come here, child. Come I here. love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're also bringing back supermarket sweep. I don't, I, I don't think I'm mad about that. I, yeah. I was going to say like, to be <laughs> honest, I'm excited about that one. I mean, that's different though. That's a game show. Yeah. And like, honestly, the new game shows all suck. Like, uh, yeah, I feel like every time there's a commercial for a new game show, I'm like, I literally could not care less about this. <laughs> like Ellen, I don't know what you're doing, but get off my screen. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't care about you throwing, throwing participants across the stage. That's mean. Or whatever the show is, I don't know. <laughs> I clearly have not watched it. I have not as well. I'll watch Supermarket Sweep though. Yeah, I mean, I loved that show as a kid. Like the person going and picking up the giant inflatable like can of hairspray with them, <sighs> like as they run around and like get like sixty five Christmas hams in their baskets. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can't beat it. You know, is that where my love of grocery stores came from? Probably. Is and they have those sweatshirts with like the numbers, yes, in the team one, two, and three. Yes, I want one of those sweatshirts. Yeah, that would be a good. Um, that would be a good Halloween costume. You know what I was for Halloween one year? What? Actually, you might have been there. No, I think you weren't. Um, <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, I, I've seen pictures, but no, I wasn't there for it. Uh huh. That's a good one. That was a good one. That was See nice nostalgia. And- See. We're sluts for nostalgia. We really are. I'm okay uh, with it most of the time. Another another uh, reboot that nobody asked for 
Okay. Katy Perry's American Idol. Wait, like a sh- like the show American Idol? Yeah. No, no one wants that. Yeah, no, like it's been on for like two seasons. No. Yeah. I don't want that. Like nobody asked you to bring this back. No, nobody wants that. Because that was kind of like the original <laughs> reality comp- talent competition. It what? Wait, I feel like there was one. I mean, if you count Star Search, I guess. <laughs> before. <laughs> I was not but... thinking of Star Search. <laughs> I feel like there was one before, and but American Idol was about the same time. Yeah. Again, 17 I years ago, remember. the writer's strike. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. It was 17 years ago. Kelly Clarkson is constantly saying on her show that she made it 17 years ago. And all I keep yelling at my screen is, Kelly, that was half of my lifetime ago. Please stop yelling 17. Yeah. I was a freshman in high school when that came on. So I was a sophomore. Yeah. I remember talking about voting for American Idol in my Spanish class with Lauren Roche. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I used to call in sometimes. I would call in. I would call in and vote. And then, um, of course, I was obsessed with Kelly Clarkson. And uh, my mom would send me gifts when I was a freshman in college. And one of the first things she sent me was the DVD of From Justin to Kelly. (laughs) So bad. And I would give literally, again, anything. This is on par with an ALF sleeping bag to have Kelly Clarkson autograph my From Justin to Kelly. I'm going to... I'm going to uh, email Jason. He'll see be like, if we can't make that happen. He'll be like, please, please do not. <laughs> please please uh, stop. Bless it. I love that movie, though. It's terrible. It's terrible and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, there are well, no new ideas. Nothing's uh, original. Time except, doesn't exist. Except... Uh, the one thing I really do want to see is Parasite. Have you heard about that? I've heard about it, but it's a horror movie, so I will not be watching it. But I will be reading all the descriptions of it, all the breakdowns, all the plot, so I know what happens, so mm-hmm. I can follow along. It's supposed to be like this work of art. So yes, I heard that. I will watch horror movies sometimes in the comfort of my own home. I don't want to go to a movie theater and do it because why am I going to pay to be scared? That doesn't make any sense. I don't get it at all. Um, the other original movie that I will recommend that I posted on my Twitter and I posted on my Facebook today and I called it a superhero movie. It's called um, Promising Young Woman. Mm-hmm. And, I haven't heard um, of it. So I just saw the trailer today. I think it might have just come out today. So um, Emerald uh, Fennell, she was in... Call the Midwife in The Lesbian Couple. Thank you. Call <laughs> okay. the Midwife for the shout out. Um, and then I found out that she took over Killing Eve. Oh. From uh, Phoebe Waller-Briggs. Also a genius. Fleabag. Yes. Have you seen that one? Yes, I have. It's oh so gosh, good. so good. The writing so, is crazy. Yes. And so she, I didn't know she was a writer, but then she took over Killing Eve. And I was like, oh, well, she must be good. Um and now this is a movie that she wrote and directed. It's called Promising Young Woman. It's about a woman who like goes to bars and pretends to be like drunk. And then like men try to like take her home to assault her. And then she's like, like she reveals that she is sober and like messes with them. Oh shit! And you have to watch the trailer. 
it is insane and I love it and I can't wait for to come out in theaters April 2020 that's my second (laughs) ad of the show promising young woman promising young woman I'm writing Mm -hmm. it down so I don't forget to look at it because that sounds right up my alley it's it looks great it looks great the trailer gave me literal chills Ooh, yeah all right well I'm gonna I'm gonna do it as soon as we wrap this up all right and speaking of wrapping up let's wrap up let's do it (laughs) we thank you so much if you've stuck around for this long we love you guys we love y'all thanks for listening Mm -hmm. um julie thanks for talking with me thank you for talking with me i'm so glad we got to spend this time together i'm so glad too i love you so much i love you bud all right all right bye bye